Um, mm. Hello and welcome to another podcast. I'm Nick Parsons. <laughs> I'm Jordan. And I'm Ben. And we are about ready to go see the movie Mother. Exclamation point. So it's Mother. Right. What's it called, Ben? Mother. It's about being a mother. <laughs> it's, it's actually a documentary on, on motherhood. Yeah, I don't think it's about being a mother. <laughs> I'm pretty confident it's not about that. But, I'm just going to say, I don't know what it's about. I have watched a YouTube review of this movie, and I don't know what it's about either. So what's the point of this podcast? Um, well, we're going to find out what it's about, and we're going to give our interpretations afterwards. I just want to get our thoughts going in. What do you expect? I, ben probably has no I- fucking idea what's going on. I'm guessing on. it's going to be some horror movie. Okay. Ben says horror movie. I, knowing that it's Aronofsky, I think it's going to be a pretentious, over-directed, over-stylized horror movie. <laughs> and yet you jumped at the opportunity to see it. I didn't jump. I said I would go. <laughs> I thought you were... You sound pretty excited about it. No. I mean, I'm not thrilled. I'm not... I'm you, not you just dreading want to it get either. Out and do something? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's not my first choice, but okay. I don't want to... Okay, is there any part of you that that is thinking to yourself, maybe this is the one where he pulls it back? Oh, I think it's possible, and I don't think he's the worst director ever at all. I just, I'm, I was trying to think today, I don't think there's a single movie of his that I like. <laughs> not that I've seen them all. I... You hate him as a person. <laughs> He's a mother, Ben. (laughs) It's about him and his life of pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually a documentary about his mother, motherly life, and raising his mother. (laughs) 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 Um, But seriously, is there... um, Fuck, what was I going to say? Ben, what was I going to say? I think you're about to call me Uh, an asshole. Actually, I think you were going to say that your mom was pretty fat. (laughs) Now, I was going to say... Based on the one review that I watched, I don't think there's any hope for the theory that he's not going to be pretentious or over-directing in this one. That being said, there are some damn good actors in this movie. Yeah, isn't Javier in this? Yeah, Javier Iglesias and... Iglesias? Renee... Shit in my mouth. (laughs) Shit in my mouth. And Ben, come up with a fake celebrity name. Blibbidi Boop Bop. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Blibbidi Boop Bop's going to be award nominated. <laughs> hey, when you say they're good actors, keep in mind, Attack of the Clones had Natalie Portman and Samuel L. Jackson, and that was a shit movie. That's very true. Sometimes you just can't say, but dude, that, I mean, let's, really, Attack of the Clones, we're going to fucking, no. Well, Natalie Portman I'm, and Samuel I'm confident this is going to be better than Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I'm just saying, just because it has a good good actress doesn't make it, mean it's like, it's high hopes because it's going to be good. Yeah, I just, it raises the potential a little bit. Well, yeah? Nick, yeah. But Nick, you're an Aronofsky man. What do you think going into this? I can't honestly say I'm an Aronofsky man because I've only seen his two most celebrated films. Being... Requiem for a Dream. Jesus! And Requiem for a Dream and Life of Pi. Pi. And you also (laughs) saw that fucking recent one he did. Noah's Ark or whatever. Oh, he did. Oh, he did do that. (laughs) Didn't you see The Fountain too? Ben, will you kindly stop sneezing on my fucking podcast? Sorry. Thank you. What? He did The Fountain, I believe. I never saw The Fountain. No, No, you're not missing out. 
Yeah, you told me that I wasn't missing out. In fact, it was your review that made me shrug it aside. So, uh, Noah was cool. You like Noah? You like Requiem? I know that, right? Yeah, I do like Requiem. And you like pie? Yes, I like pie. So you're an Aronofsky man. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. yeah. I liked everything I've seen. That being said, they're not like, I totally understand the argument that he overdirects. I get it. I totally get it. The movie Fountain is about the tragic and disturbing lives of water fountains in our society. <laughs> <laughs> the inner city water fountain life. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, what's that movie we saw? Uh, Boston? No. Detroit. Detroit, but it's water fountains. All righty, well, that's about all I got. You guys have any other expectations or I think uh, my fi- I'm gonna I'm gonna guess what my final point one out of ten like no 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 uh, a scale out of ten is gonna be and I'm oh, guessing okay. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten okay four I think I'll give it a six out of ten too I think I'll give it a seven because I'm an optimistic Optimist. Oscar <laughs> um hey don't say that what <laughs> you can't say that that's not a bad word <laughs> um I did have one more comment, though. Oh, yes, I wanted to say, I think we should all, I think it's important that we all go into this movie expecting it to be just a completely abstract, nonsensical pile of garbage, because then when it's not, we'll be at least a little bit happy about that. Well, I like some abstract, nonsensical piles of garbage, though. You like some abstract, good movies. You don't like abstract, nonsensical piles of garbage. Fair enough, but I do think abstract and nonsensical are two things I generally like in movies. I just don't like it when it's over-stylized and shit, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Like in Sin City? That's not abstract, or... It is nonsensical, though. There's a whole lot of nonsense going on there. <laughs> what would be a good example of that? I feel like... Abstract re- and nonsense. Yeah, Requiem isn't abstract at all, but it's kind of nonsensical. Um, well, I'm gonna have to go back to my, my, uh, my bottom bitch... Which is Lynch. Lynch. And a lot of his movies are nonsensical. And And most of them are abstract. And that's kind of what I've been mentally preparing myself. That's that's who I've been comparing this movie. Well, that's not fair to Aronofsky. It ain't gonna be like Lynch. Well, you're not really a Lynchman like I am. Yeah, I'm. You know, I don't dislike his movies, but I'm usually good on seeing Lynch's movies once, and that's and that's good for me. So I'm just kind of expecting. I'm expecting not to understand it when I walk out. I'm expecting to come out of this and be like, I don't know what just happened, but I saw some cool shit on the screen, so that's good enough for me. You know who the best director ever would be? Who? Christian Haydenson. Who the f is that? Anakin. Oh my god. (laughs) What happened to him? He was in that movie Jumper. I kind of... I shouldn't say that out loud. Don't say you like him. Don't... I I was going to say I kind of liked Jumper. But I don't. That's right. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, anyway, we're going to get back to you guys after we get out of the movie in about two and a half hours. We still have a long wait time, so we'll have to play with each other for a little while. Circle jerk. And I know Ben's down for that. Yes. I've been down for it for years. See you soon. And we're back on the amazing podcast show. <laughs> so we made it through Mother, and we are ready for some thoughts from each other. Ben, you are always the quickest to decide, so... it's It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, one thing about 
the movie Mother, uh, every single waking moment watching it, it always rubbed me the wrong way. But not in like a, this movie sucks way, like in a, oh, this is bad way. Whether it was awkward, whether it was horrifying, whether it was just uncomfortable, it always was there no matter what. Which was awesome. Which interesting. I interesting. Ooh. What was the uh, main actress's name? That is George Lopez. Jennifer. Jennifer Lawrence. Jen- Jennifer Lawrence. Um, so she pretty much had the same facial expression on her face the entire two hours and one minutes that that movie lasted, which I thought was pretty awesome. Well, same like three on, facial expressions. You dissing on JL? No, no, no. I'm actually I'm not dissing. I know it sounds like a diss, but I mean she she played that character very well. Anyway, <laughs> pork, as pork cleans the junior mints from his sweatshirt, junior, junior mint from his sweatshirt and t-shirt. Catastrophic junior mint. It looks like my a ch- shirt looks like the last half hour of mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. get that when you see it. Yeah. Uh, again, this is going to be spoiler heavy. So if you don't want spoilers, then pork. Um, fuck off, right? That's right. You gotta fuck off. <laughs> um, pork. Why don't you go next? Um, I agree with Ben that it was better than I thought it would be. I do think a lot of the complaints I thought I was gonna have, I do have. I do think that it was overdirected. It was uh, overdramatic. And it was a little silly, but there were full, long sequences of it that I thought were really, really, really intense and cool and good. Interesting. I'm interested to know, like, which scenes you thought were silly versus intense, because I'm thinking, like, if I'm putting myself in your head, I'm thinking that they would just kind of blend together. Well, they kind of do at certain points. I don't know. We'll get into it more. Why don't you go first? I really enjoyed it, and I I would like to... I don't know, I'm just going to dive right into it. We're not going to really do kind of a piece-by-piece, piece, section by section. I'm just going to say that I watched, like, probably from, I don't know, a third of the way into the movie, I started watching the movie, and I, th- I think it's it'll be obvious to some people and not obvious to other people who aren't used to these kind of movies. I was watching it as though the whole thing, everything that's happening, her relationship with her man, um, the strange people knocking on the door, and then obviously the ending, is just totally, totally symbolic of motherhood, how you give and you give and you give and you give and they take and they take and they take and they take and and it's never enough, it's never enough, it's never enough, you're giving your love, you're giving your love, you're giving love. Okay, all right, I get it. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down there. Um... I agree. I mean, I don't even think... I th- motherhood, yes, but I think you could narrow it down to just... It's a movie about the idea of privacy, really, at, at core, and the fucking... and the, uh, the anxiety of losing that. I mean... Specifically privacy? Yeah. If we're gonna... If, I mean, you, you narrowed it down to motherhood, I think you could narrow it down even narrower <laughs> to, to the idea of privacy on an individual level, on a relationship level, and then on a, like, a public social level. Because by the end, she's trying to get out of the house. Whereas at the beginning, it's this insane... I mean, the whole movie's claustrophobic. The whole movie's claustrophobic as fuck. It all takes place in the house. The moments where you're outside, it's still and eerie and quiet, and you can tell that she's terrified of the outside. But by the end, she's trying to get out. 
Mm-hmm. So there's some interesting things being said about privacy, but again, it gets all pretentious and up its own ass in a lot of the symbolism. I thought, like, at, and in the last five minutes, I thought that that was kind of ridiculous and overdone. The whole, oh my gosh, take my heart. Or she out. he rips out the fucking heart, <laughs> and it's the crystal from the beginning, and now it's a new woman, and it's a re- restarting the cycle. Shit, I thought that was dumb as fuck, personally. So you didn't was, like the ending? Oh, by the way, I thought of more movies that he did: Black Swan and The Wrestler. Black Swan oh, sucks. Yes. Black Swan does suck. Hardcore. <laughs> and I think this movie has some of the same issues as Black Swan. But it's much better. I enjoyed Black Swan thoroughly. It's because of the lesbian scene, right? That's the only scene I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think the things I didn't like about Black Swan are a lot of things I didn't like about this, which is that there are moments where it's trying to get you to take shit seriously that is just stupid as fuck. Like eating a baby? Well, no, not. I was okay with that. I'm talking more about the first third of the movie where it's like, oh my god, there's this other woman in my house and she's totally dissing on everything and it's such a fucking nightmare. And they treat it like this fucking uh, psychological horror film in the beginning when she's just dealing with this other woman and it's like, come on, it's just that same melodramatic fucking horse shit. It seems like it was written by a middle schooler. But. A really good middle schooler. That sequence in the end when the fucking, as soon as he becomes, you know, the successful poet again and the fucking crowd starts swarming in, that's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. That was fucking awesome. Okay, see, that's the thing I thought that you were calling stupid. You So no. it's, it's more the first third or first half of the movie that you were like, meh. Yeah, and then like the last ten minutes as okay. well. Okay. But that, I, basically that one half hour sequence I thought was fucking magnificent. Where it all like blurs together and the cops are there. Yeah, beating and... that was fucking insanely awesome. I mean, sorry, I've been talking a lot. Someone else can go, but that's my thoughts. I I wanted to say that I I disagree with the um, the beginning portion or the or the first third of the first half. I, I I think that I don't think they were trying to convince you that these are the people in her house were was fucking like. Man, you did my house, and I'm super pissed off, and you need to take this seriously. I think that was part of the, you know, she was not a linear character. She was not clearly, you know, uh, uh, the good housewife. She was like, okay, come on, why don't you fucking just (laughs) let the husband fucking bring in some peeps yeah I guess but they they put so much stock in those moments and they and they were treating it with like well I think they so wanted stiff you, I think so they wanted you to think that that's where it was going and then they totally just like fair enough the because that's the way the black swan did go so I was kind of pissed off about that but this did end up going in a different direction I thought yeah and the sorry Ben one second um, the end scene I can see where you're coming from I don't think it was entirely necessary, but at the same time, I did feel like it was a nice, it was a nice cap that wasn't necessarily needed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. It could have been where they just didn't have to do it so over dramatic. Like, I, I, I kind of wish he just would have put her on the table and said, you know, can I have the rest of your love? And she's like, yeah, take it. And then he's just like, okay, and he walks away. Right, but I mean, I like that they tied the crystal in to the beginning. I, it would have been better if, like, it's just he's in the bro, he's in the ashes of the house, and he digs in the ashes and pulls out the crystal. That would have been fine. Yeah, I don't like that they have to do. I'm gonna tear it out of your heart. <laughs> it's just typical Aronofsky horseshit. I don't know, Ben. Um, I loved how trippy, like, because Jordan was talking about how awesome that half hour sequence was, and I agree that's one of the best things. Like, when the, there was so much violence and, like, 
kind of like confusion going on and all of a sudden it drifts into these soldiers like invading the house and it's blowing up and shit and I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I was just I was like when I was watching that scene I'm just like thinking what the fuck is Ben thinking <laughs> but I gotta tell you when those soldiers I I got a thing against war movies, clearly, because when those soldiers showed up, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you didn't like that sequence? I loved the sequence, but I'm just telling you, it's like, it was. it's from my days in Nam, I swear to God. <laughs> when the soldiers showed up, I'm just like, oh, really? It was just Fuck a soldiers. fucking ultimate, extreme, hilarious example of the loss of privacy, because all of this is, it's a fucking war zone, and like apocalyptic revolution fucking going on in their living room. And I love how <laughs> and I love how there's tidbits of this like you get little tastes of it when you know with the one family and the two brothers that are fucking wrestling yeah, in the, in the yeah. dining room before things yep. turn bad. It was really you know in the one review I watched he said it had some pacing issues and I don't really I disagree with that. I disagree with that too. Mm-hmm. I, I guess there were a couple of times where I kept saying to myself like okay where the fuck is this going but I think that's a good thing. Yeah, like you're you're in you're in anticipation the entire time. You're with her the entire time. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. Anyway, ranty rant. <laughs> um, one more thing I wanted to talk about is, oh my god, say what you will about Aronofsky, but the man is a genius with sound, and that movie mm. is never gonna be the same once it leaves theaters. No, we saw it in IMAX. That helps, too. We did? Wasn't that IMAX? I don't know. Maybe it was. I gotta take Yuli to see that movie. That was... Yeah, that was... That was something else. That was quite an experience. And it was a movie theater experience, big time, which you wouldn't expect. I know. I was not expecting... I was, you know, I was thinking, like, okay, we could watch this at home easily, but... No. No. No, definitely not. What do you think, Ben? I think you guys talk a lot. No. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about your girlfriend, Ben. Uh, I don't have a girlfriend. Come on, Ben. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think what we need to decide on is what we're going to rate the movie. Are we doing rate re- reviews right now? Pork, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Am I, I mean, seriously, we're not expanding on the sound because that was fucking perfect. No, the sound was great. I mean, I don't... There were some, like, those high-pitched moments. I'm just... Yes. That was, like, bothersome. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, Stop! <laughs> It was a very abrasive, grating, intense. Like Ben said, it was. Uh, what? How did you put it? The very first thing you said, Ben. There was uh, never a moment where it wasn't rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah. Which was its intention for sure, and he he pulled that off. So I gotta hand it. I gotta hand it to to the D man. And there is one Aronofsky movie that I fucking love, by the way, which is The Wrestler. And I don't think you've ever even seen that one. I've seen The Wrestler. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was great. You know, yeah. The Wrestler kind of reminded me. And it's not because they have the same actors in it, but uh, it reminded me of, of Spun a little bit in terms of how I felt when I was watching it. In fact, right. come to think of it, that movie may be the closest to this movie in terms of how I felt personally while I was watching it. Just like this, I, I don't know, like the last half of, of this movie was just depression for me. Yeah. Just like, oh, oh my yeah. God. This, oh, we're just, fair. okay, we're just watching a girl get tortured now. <laughs> yeah. And my re- kind of entertainment. The wrestler was a lot like that for me too. Okay, um, Ben, what would you rate it out of thirteen point two five? I'm gonna go ten out of ten. Ten out of ten? I mean, no, I'm gonna do it out of ten. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. That's what you gave. No, you gave it an eight out of ten. Yes. So you liked it more than this movie. You son yes. of a bitch. Okay. 
That's fair. I'm gonna go ahead and and again, this is we're right out of the fucking theater, so I'm gonna say this is a nine out of ten for me. Wow. I'm gonna go seven point five. I wish I could go higher because that one sequence is so great, but I'm gonna give go seven and a half. That's pretty good for Aronofsky. It is. Just as a comparison for our listeners, what would you give Requiem for a Dream? Five. What would you give Black Swan? Four. There you have it, listeners. <laughs> Gentle listeners. All right. No, 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 no. no. I'll, g- I'll give it an eight. An eight? Yeah, an eight. That's what I'm talking about. Can anybody muster up a loud burp or fart before we go? <laughs> Pork, you got anything? No, I can't compete with that. Eh. Bye bye. <laughs>